0: Hello and welcome to Weird Around Illinois. Today we're going to go back to a favorite topic of ours, which is aliens. But we are going to raise a question that I don't think gets raised quite enough. Are aliens really from outer space, or are they from Earth? Let's get weird. We have to start with the assumption that aliens exist. Now, maybe you believe that, maybe you don't, maybe we believe that, maybe we don't. But for the purposes of this podcast, let's assume there are aliens out there and they're traveling around in UFOs and people are seeing them and up to now, the major assumption is that they are coming from outer space. There are reasons for that. I mean, you see a ship flying through the sky at a high rate of speed, you immediately think, oh, it must be coming from outer space. You see how many planets there are in the universe, and you say to yourself, oh, there have to be aliens out there. They must be coming to visit us. And, you know, finally you say, I've lived on Earth my whole life, and I've never seen aliens living here. Therefore, aliens must be from outer space. All logical conclusions. But let's just take a little bit deeper look at that. Um, I remember I was having a conversation a few years ago with someone who's pretty knowledgeable in this area. He, he was kind of an OG podcaster. He, he's going to be a guest on our show at some point, but um, he did a series of CDs before podcasting existed called Larger Than Life. And he talked about a, a number of topics and one one topic that he and I d- discussed at great length was aliens. And you know, I told him with how large the universe is with how many hundreds of millions of planets out there uh, it would be the biggest form of arrogance you could imagine to say that human beings are the only life in the universe and he said great but do you know how hard it is to travel to the nearest planet that could possibly have life on it it would take hundreds of years even if we were able to travel at the speed of light he said Let's take another look. Let's, let's also talk about what aliens look like. Whenever people see an alien, they are almost always bipedal humanoid alien beings. Whether they're reptilian or greys or little green men or whatever, they look like some version of people. He said, using your own logic about the hundreds of millions of planets out there, what do you think the odds are that in all those hundreds of millions of planets that another race developed with our inefficient mode of transport of two legs and our inefficient body type and happened to be the same species that figured out how to travel all the way across these millions of light years to reach the Earth? He said, to me, that is a ridiculous coincidence. I mean, that's a... Great statement. So that they, that that leaves us with a conundrum, because if we are to take people at their word that aliens exist, if we are to accept that people are really seeing these things, and we accept that it is extremely likely that what they're they extremely unlikely that what they're seeing is coming from outer space, that leaves us only one other option: they're coming from here. So let's take a deeper look at that. Where could they be on Earth where we're not seeing them? The first obvious choice is underground. I'd like to talk briefly about a Hopi Indian legend. About the Ant People. Oh, <laughs> the Indian People. Yes. Now strangely enough, the Ant People do not look like ants. Um, the Ant People were called the Ant People because they lived underground and literally swarmed up out of the ground when, when they came to visit the Hopi Indians in ancient times. Now, the Hopi have this belief that, the, that civilization, or the Earth, has been destroyed several times in its history. The last time it was destroyed, the Ant People came up from under the Earth and saved the Hopi people and brought them down with them. And they lived underground with the Ant People until whatever cataclysm existed on the Earth went away, and then the Ant People sent them back up to the surface. That's the legend. Does that sound like, an, a, like a, like not an alien race, but an advanced race helping out us primitives on the surface, do you?
1: It, it doesn't quite sound that like they're more advanced than the other, but it seems like they had a form of intelligence similar to us.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then we get to something a little more advanced than that, that's the Hollow Earth Theory. We watched a special on that a while back on, on Tubi, I believe. and My favorite source for crackpot theories, but um, this one, this one, you know, like most Tubi movies, by the end of the movie, I was believing it 100%, and then, you know, I, I have to kind of come down after that and let logic sink back in later. <laughs> um, but what the movie basically goes over is this idea that there are holes in the earth at the North and South Poles and that there's this whole other environment in the center of the earth. And they give all this evidence or pseudo evidence that, you know, the the earth is not as dense as people claim it is. And they give the scientific background for that, you know, why the earth couldn't turn at the rate that it turns at if it's really solid all the way through. There's interesting science in there. I am not enough of a geologist or or a physicist to be able to tell you whether this is true science or just to be science but they make a compelling case and they even bring up a journey by admiral Byrd at the south pole when he was flying his plane and he lost three hours basically came back and everybody was like where the heck were you you were off radar you completely disappeared and he said he had flown to the center of the Earth and he had found an advanced civilization there with planes more advanced than the one that he was flying and huge underground cities. Antarctica can drive people nuts. I mean, if you're looking, if if you're staring at, at miles upon miles upon miles of nothing but snow, you can see how somebody could go a little snow crazy. I think that's what people generally wrote it off as at the time, but yeah. this was a hero. This, this, this <laughs> wasn't just some dude. <laughs>
1: Yeah, speaking of kind of the winter thing, I recall that I read an article, I can't name the article, but it it was in 2006 in Alaska, there was supposedly a hole, a big hole in the ground, and there were theories about UFOs Mm -hmm. obviously flying out of it, so that slightly relates to what you're talking about.
0: Yeah, and there are other instances of UFOs allegedly flying out of the ground. Like, if you watch Skinwalker Ranch, The the Secret of Skinwalker Ranch, you'll always hear, you know, Travis talking about, that UFO flew right into the Mesa. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So they keep finding, like, they they do their uh, their ground-penetrating radar and they find that uh, there is something underground that shouldn't be there. And then they measure for... Like electromagnetic waves, and they find that the same waves exist 60 feet under the ground that exist 60 feet in the air, and they can't explain why. It's it's interesting, and there are a couple areas like that. Uh, I mentioned Skinwalker Ranch. Um, There's also Area 51, of course. It's supposed to be a a U.S. military base, but there are theories that it's also a shared underground alien base, right, or something like that. Yeah, I mean... (laughs)
2: It'd probably make sense, because it's so, like, um, in the middle of nowhere, like, mm-hmm. a lot of people would probably have trouble finding it without, like, Google Maps. Right. It'd really make sense.
0: It would. It would. And there's a similar location in Alaska called Mount Hayes, which, again, one of these fine Tubi movies that I watched, and and, and another uh, Discovery Channel special on uh, on. Um, weirdness in Alaska I think it was the Alaska triangle was the show um, they talk about a human alien collaboration um, working side by side in this underground base in in Alaska in Mount Hayes another location that comes up frequently is Dolce New Mexico which supposedly has an underground alien base they call it the Roswell of northern New Mexico there are a lot of a, a lot of little indicators that maybe there's something taking place under the ground involving these so-called aliens. That's not the only theory. There's also the underwater theory, okay. right? Right. Two-thirds of the earth is covered by water, and we really have explored just a tiny fraction of that. Yeah, I mean, according to the Ocean Literacy Portal, we've only
1: discovered like 5% of the whole stretch of sea. Mm-hmm. So. There's if you just use basic logic there's a very sm- there's a very high percentage that we will find some really new big species. I mean, I th- think we find one new species of some kind of fish every day. Yeah, if I had to guess.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, you, the, the, there's certainly a lot of discovery taking place and now there's even growing evidence that there, as you say, there are big species in existence that we we are not seeing. You know, they, they always talk about the new species we find every day. They're usually some microscopic animal or something. Yeah. But now they're they're talking about the possibility that the, the prehistoric shark, the Megalodon, may still exist. Oh wow! Um, and the giant squid that you know we've talked about that one before. Everyone said that didn't exist, didn't exist, died off thousands of years ago, and then somebody found one.
1: <laughs> yeah, and so at, at some point we might just find a giant palace underwater with a bunch of uh, very intelligent aliens down there.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. In some areas, also like the Navy thought they saw, like, um, like UFOs in the sky, Mm -hmm. and they sometimes think, like, it may have come from, like, the
0: sea. Yeah, think about how many credible UFO sightings were actually from Navy, Navy sailors or pilots. It's a lot. I mean, Mm -hmm. again, Travis's favorite thing, the Tic Tac video. (laughs) Um, It was, it was aircraft from the USS Nimitz who spotted that UFO. Yeah. And there are reports of those UFOs dipping into the water, coming out of the water, skimming the water. Hovering over the water, like the sign in uh, Lake Michigan. And and I'm glad you brought that up, because that's kind of a tie-in. You know, I, I always like to say, you know, why we're talking about something globally when, you know, this is supposed to be weird around Illinois. Well, there have long been stories about an underwater base in Lake Michigan, an underwater alien base. And guess what? Illinois is right on Lake Michigan. <laughs> you know? And we get a lot of UFO sightings over Lake Michigan.
2: Yeah, some people will say like the UFOs would just come straight out of the water. Like they can travel in water and in the sky. Yeah. And that would have to be like pretty advanced technology.
0: Yes, absolutely. You know, who's to say that at the bottom of the Marianas Trench, um, there isn't some other civilization living in living in a bubble or something. The Marianas Trench, I believe I read that that is deeper than our tallest mountain is tall, Mount Everest. Wow. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, there's a lot of space. And we're not likely to get to the bottom of that anytime soon, because there are, there, there are serious pressure issues when you start to dive that deep looking for things, as you right. know, the people diving the Titanic earlier this year found out. Yeah, along with the low budget. They... Well, yeah. Yeah, but even with a big budget, you're not getting to the bottom of the Marianas Trench anytime soon. No, probably not. And which you know, kind of would explain why someone would have to have some really, really advanced technology to live underwater. Mm-hmm. And you know, how did they get there? You know, we we all almost every civilization has a story about a lost city or lost civilization that sunk into the ocean. You know, the, the most common one is Atlantis, but. There are probably a dozen others that I've heard of. In a new Black Panther movie. there you go, yeah. (laughs) So, um, you know, who's to say that that, that there's not a city that went underwater um, by choice? You know, they build a, a waterproof dome and go underwater. Uh, because they're just tired of dealing with people up here. Which, you know, certainly people can appreciate that sentiment in this day and age. Yeah, I can't blame (laughs) them for leaving us. Yeah. (laughs) Or did they evolve down there? Were they originally aquatic creatures with gills and now they've somehow learned to breathe air as well or or, um, evolved to breathe air as well? Or maybe they don't breathe air. Maybe their ships are filled with water. Who knows?
1: Yeah. Obviously, we
2: don't have a right to assume that that's even possible, but it's always a theory. If that's the case, then we might have to rethink the pictures that we have of UFOs. True. That we can find on the internet, because if they really can't breathe, then
0: a lot of them would just be false. Well, yeah, unless, you know, you notice the the gray aliens have the big bulbous heads. Mm -hmm. What if that's not their head? What if that's their suit? Hmm. What if that's full of water and they're breathing
1: it? <laughs> Maybe. So it's like an astronaut's, uh, you know, whole gear mm-hmm. holding the oxygen.
0: Right. Except in their case, it's holding the water. Right. And that would explain the big glassy eyes that, <clears throat> excuse me, that look almost like the view the the viewing slits on a on an astronaut's mm-hmm. outfit or a, or a, or a helmet of some kind. It would be wacky, but it would still make sense.
2: Yeah.
0: Let's throw another one out there. The interdimensional theory. What if they, they, these beings are from Earth, it's just not this Earth? Maybe it's Earth in another dimension, maybe it's Earth in another time, maybe it's, maybe these are from an ancient past and their civilization gets wiped out so they come to visit our civilization or escape to our civilization.
1: Yeah, um, you have to think about first that you've seen, we've seen so many videos of UFOs disappearing so randomly. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, on Paranormal Caught on Camera, if I recall correctly, there was like one video of these strange lights obviously moving at a fast rate, but then just suddenly fading out. Right. And that's a fair example of almost going into a different dimension, just completely disappearing
0: yeah and that seems to be a common theme with ufos as a matter of fact that's how people often determine if a ufo is in fact a ufo not just an airplane if they're watching it and suddenly it just winks out of existence
1: most of these theories i'm starting to pick up they're they're kind of revolving around an alien being a spectator
0: that's what they've kind of shown themselves to be though i mean for all the times aliens are seen you know what direct measurable impact have they actually had on society? Pretty much nothing. They, they just
1: kinda show up and disappear.
0: Yeah, I mean unless you buy into the conspiracy theories, one of which we'll talk about soon, um, that they're behind the scenes actually controlling everything but in terms of what we witness and what we know about aliens, it sure looks like they just pop up Take a look around, maybe watch people for a while, maybe even take a person and study them for a day or two and then put them back um, and then go back about their business.
1: Going back to the interdimensional theory, in Skinlocker Ranch once more, there was one part where they collected some evidence showing that there's one like big segment of uh, the ranch that almost seems like a portal yeah um they they shot a rocket at it yeah <laughs> yeah uh, of course
0: they did <laughs> it
1: one deflected off it just dropped straight down and the other just disappeared mysteriously mm-hmm. and i was really fascinated by that because it was just
0: weird yeah and it, it was like a big area of space i think he said it was 31 feet off the ground like a, right. a, a huge triangle or circle directly above where, where they were standing. If it was a triangle, I'd be quite concerned. <laughs> yeah. well, well, they right. have an area there that they call the triangle, but I, I yeah. think that the portal isn't necessarily the shape of a triangle. It's in the triangle, mm-hmm. but it's, it's not necessarily the shape of a triangle. Yeah,
2: like the Bermuda triangle, that triangle. The Alaskan triangle. Oh,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> I just thought of something kind of unrelated, but um, I was thinking about like the. Balloons, like the spy balloon. Yeah. Remember one was over Lake Michigan. Yeah. That that's kinda of weird. That it was right over Lake Michigan. Mm-hmm.
0: How that I think about it. It sure was. And you call it a balloon. I think you're the only one who calls it a balloon. I think uh <laughs> they they just called it an unidentified object. Even <laughs> even after they shot it down, they never came right out and said, Oh, by the way, that was a balloon. <laughs> yeah. True. That, that that was that was weird. The first one they said was a balloon, but the other three objects that they brought down, was, yeah, we shot down an object. Well, well what was it? <laughs> we shot down an object. <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: I just kind of think maybe it's just observing, like you mentioned earlier, because it didn't look like a full-on UFO. No. It like maybe it could have been just something they launched, mm-hmm. just kind of observed with it. Like
0: a probe or a drone or something like that. Yeah. It is interesting though that you know we mentioned a couple of locations like Area 51, Mount Hayes, Skinwalker Ranch. These phenomena keep appearing over and over again at the same locations. Now, is that because there's something buried under the ground there? Is that like an entrance to the underground world of these these so-called aliens um, or is it because that's where a portal exists? And that's where they're passing through to get to either their world or their time period or, you know, whatever it is that is on the other side. We've talked about it to a lesser degree, uh, you know, with local places like Bussy Woods and Barrington and uh, the Southern Illinois, like Little Egypt and the Cahokia Mounds. Why do these same places keep coming up over and over again? Is it a portal? Is it an entry? Who knows? As we talk about the observer theory, um, I will say that that makes me believe more that time travel could be involved because there's a part of me that pictures these aliens as future history teachers coming back in time to see what happened at various time periods and observing yeah. so they can come back and bore their future classes with <laughs> stories about what life was like and the 2020s.
1: I hope that's not the case, because then I'd be super embarrassed for society
0: currently. (laughs) Yeah. Well, on that happy note, (laughs) we can wrap this up, and uh, as always, we thank you for listening, we thank you for subscribing, and if you have any thoughts about where aliens come from, whether they're extraterrestrial or terrestrial, we would love to hear them, and by all means, if you've seen an alien or a UFO or a cryptid, feel free to let us know about that too, either in the comments section or on our anonymous reporting form. Thank you very much.